The following program is sponsored by Lindis Construction. This is the WCCO Home Improvement Show, brought to you by Lindis Construction. One call, one contractor. Lindis Construction provides Minnesota and Wisconsin with the best products and workmanship. They provide leaf guard gutters, asphalt roofing, metal roofing, seasoned guard replacement windows, exterior siding, remodeling, new construction, and more. If you've got questions, they've got answers this hour. Here's Denny Long and Andy Lindis. And good morning. Another edition of Home Improvement Talk here on 830 WCCO presented every Saturday by our friends at Lindis Construction. Andy Lindis is uh, back in the studio with me versus the State Fair. Boy, a lot has happened and is happening as we speak, Andy. Yeah. You and I were talking off air mm-hmm. about, uh, we, we've done this before, but when storms have moved through our area, yeah. but what's happening uh, in, in the Florida area right now with I, this category, now a category four Irma is. Yeah. The damage that's expected to be done. What, what's your impression of all of this? How, as far as from a construction standpoint? Well, I I have friends that are roofers in Florida, and uh, we have uh, we have friends that are are, are living there. My my parents uh, winter there, along with a lot of other oh yeah Minnesotans. Uh, Naples area right now. I mean, you you go down there in the wintertime, uh, you're going to run into more Minnesota that's Wisconsin true. people than than native Flor- Floridians. So. I know a lot of local people are really worried about it, and uh, it's kind of neat to hear stories. Uh, uh, you know, Minnesota nice, that, that always always rings true. You hear a lot of stories where um, some of the, uh, a lot of the Minnesota snowbirds are opening up their homes to other people they know in there if, uh, if those homes are farther inland and, and things can happen. I know uh, uh, my mother and father have, have, uh, have done that. There's, there's like 20 people. You mentioned that they there there's over twenty people huddled up in in, in one house because it's wow. a little farther inland than uh, than where they are, and they're expecting storm surges of of twelve feet and one hundred eighty mile an hour winds. And I know my uh, my roofing buddy uh, Kelly Roofing down there is uh, he's bracing and 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 knowing what's going on in the industry now with with the hailstorms that have happened earlier this year throughout the country, the 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 giant storm that came through Houston, and I know a lot of people down there are still dealing with that. Uh, PVC prices, uh, everywhere from PVC to lumber prices, uh, have increased because of these storms. Asphalt roofing prices have have increased because of these storms. Most roofing materials have increased. Now there's starting to be a. It's harder to get certain materials. Like uh, I know some things that uh, you can't get for a month if you if you don't know where to look. Most guys can't get certain ridge ridge venting, certain types of shingles. And you you received. You said you received notices just in recent days. In recent that. days, I I I've seen anywhere from a five to a twenty percent price increase on certain materials wow. in, in the last five days this week. So it it's uh I I think people need to brace for some some pretty big price increases. If I was in the market to do home improvements. I would look at uh, signing a proposal and getting on on a schedule pretty soon and locking in my pricing. Um, I know a lot of contractors here in the Twin Cities that have very big backlogs, and sometimes that makes people uncomfortable. But I know, like with us, if if even if like our backlog on siding is is six seven months right now, well, we'll lock your pricing, and if pricing goes up, I'm I'm not going to raise raise the price. I'll I'll be able to secure those materials now, and uh, I have a good enough relationship with my suppliers. So I say hey, it was it was sold in October. So we need to get the October pricing, and, and, and they're pretty good about that kind of stuff. But well, we got it easy here. What these guys are going through in Florida right now and what the roofers are going to have to deal with and the contractors and the homeowners and the cleanup that, 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 that water damage can have, it's, 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 it's got to be overwhelming. And, and, and talking to the guys there, 
And, and I know my mother had a conversation with a, a guy that's done some work on her house, and the fear is very evident in uh, in their voices. And uh, just thoughts and prayers. It's uh, I mean, I saw that picture of what Andrew looked like com- next compared to, Irma. to Irma. Oh goodness! And yeah. you know, my line of work, you you look at storms and you study storms and you see what happens in the wind damage, and and you in, in, inevitably you're talking to other contractors throughout the country that that are trying to deal with the cleanup and. And it, it's uh, it's just, it's going to be a headache. It's going to prices are going to skyrocket on both labor materials. Um, I just uh, I'm I'm bracing myself for it. I uh, I have a good enough relationship with all the manufacturers and uh, the, the 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 local supply places that we can plan for it. But I've we've talked about it for three yeah. months. We've it's it's held off. It 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 really has um, for for longer than I thought it was. Now it's. I know uh, next year is going to uh, see quite the jump, I'm sure. Uh, Let's invite our listeners to uh, call in or text in. If you have a home improvement question, we've already received some uh, text messages. Uh, 651-989-9226. If you want to call Andy uh, and ask your question by phone, 651-989-9226. Or again, send a text, 81807-81807. A text came in earlier, Andy, saying, trying to get the house painted outside, what does the lowest outside temp have to be in order for it to dry right? I don't know. Over the years, I think I've heard 50 or yeah. pushing at 40. Yeah, 40 to 50 degrees. I'd probably lean more towards the 50-degree mark if, yeah. I, if I had a choice. Now, having said that, sometimes you don't, and I know, I know paint that's gone on, gone on just fine and lasted a long time at 40 degrees. But if you have a choice, look for that 50, 60-degree day. I mean, the next, this next week— I, for all well, types of summer improvements, I mean, it's we're in eighties. Yeah, starting the day off at sixty-five, going to eighty. I mean, that's as as good a day as as we we can get. I mean, top ten type day. Absolutely. Let's I tell you what, Andy. Let's take a break, and we come back. We'll uh, talk some more. You said something interesting about uh, Florida, uh, given Irma about the hit and about the Texas laws or. We'll talk about it when we come back. That surprised me. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. And good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our Home Improvement Show presented every Saturday by our friends at Linda's Construction. 1-800-LEAFGUARD is the uh, easiest number to remember if you want to get in touch with those folks. And uh, and the for those that maybe just joined us, you said just that. If you're planning, we're talking about price increases on materials, labor, et cetera, because of all of these storms. Uh, if, if, you, if you're planning on doing some kind of home improvement, don't wait till like next year. I mean, if you're sure you want to do it. Yeah, you know, if, if you're on the fence and, and you're looking, I, I would, you know, home improvements are never something you want to rush through. Um, but if you can avoid putting off, I would, uh, I would start, uh, if you're looking at something to get done next spring, I would start now, you know, yeah. and I would, I would be talking to somebody about that now and, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there that have, I'm sure, are, are contemplating their proposals and and what they're going to do, and maybe look at it. And, and it's uh, if you if you're if you're looking at next spring, I would I would have a serious uh, conversation with whatever contractor you're working with. Right Lock now. in the prices. Lock in the pricing and 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 see what they can. I know I have a good enough relationship with with where I get my materials from, where once stuff's locked in, I, it's locked in. So okay, if you have a home improvement question, again uh, by phone is six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Or send a text, 81807, 81807. There's a text, is it better to power wash or use a liquid mildew remover for my Trex deck? Uh, I've used liquid wash before. It takes care of the mildew for a while, but it comes back. 
What have you heard about? I know that the, the, these low maintenance decks are are different, but what have you heard about cleaning that particular brand? Um, I know they have a cleaner for it. We don't install Trex really a lot unless we're trying to match something or somebody else has the materials, and so we we just we we haven't and and we don't. So I'm not as familiar with that product as I am others, but I know they have a cleaner. Uh, specifically for Trex, or that that Trex actually makes a a cleaner. And I know their earlier productions had more mildew problems than some of the stuff that they're putting out nowadays. And that goes for uh, almost all of the, uh, the the composite decking that is out there. Some of the I have one of the original. Like, the, I mean, this is a 25 year old composite deck on the but back you do. of my house, and and it does get green mildew on it. And you know, it's a definitely a much more porous material. Than Missouri in the front. Missouri, now, what, I have what, to wash off every now and then. You do, but it's not a. a no, no. You, know, you don't have I, to put a mildew cleaner yeah, or anything. Uh, I have I have three dogs, and uh, and if my my wife ever has her way, I'll have eleven more soon. I'm sure. <laughs> um, yeah, she just she's fosters dogs, and they never get foster homes. And now it seems like. Um, <laughs> Anyhow, so those dogs go out and, 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 you know, they get in the mud and stuff like that. And every now and then they get the footprints on, on the deck. It closes it off. And I never, I've never had mildew or anything on that one. The one in the back, a couple times a year, I have, I've got to take a power washer to it. And, 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 and I don't use any of the cleaners. I just, I use the power washer and a scrub brush and some, some Dawn and uh, it, it goes away. But this is a, this particular side of my house is a lot of oak trees, which in, in, in my experience, the shadier part of the house, especially with oak trees, are much more. I don't know if it's something that the that, that comes down in the oak trees, or oh, yeah. because of a combination of the oak trees and the shade, the that green mildew um, has a tendency to grow more and uh, on shingles and decking and and all sorts of different. I've seen vinyl siding have green mildew on it, and uh, it uh, because of in a shaded oak tree sure. area. So. A lot of materials are susceptible to that, but you just have to clean it off, and it will come back, and you'll have to clean it off again. It's just it's one of those deals. Now, if you put a product on like Zuri, I, I haven't had one mildew up on me. I think it would be virtually impossible for mildew to grow on it. Might be some surface stuff if it was like in a wet area, or you had a rug there that was wet for a very long period of time, or I, I don't know. I I have a rug on, on on my deck underneath the table that gets wet all the time. I keep checking; it hasn't changed at all. I'm, Not at all. I'm 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 curious. I I I know it's probably a no no with the amount of sun the rest of the deck gets to compare to that part, but. Again, I'm testing the product, so if if it goes bad, I'll I'll, I'll replace it myself. But sure. I try to, I try to, I try to do, I I treat things harder than most people, and and, and it works great. Now you my, like my you like does. that? We've talked about it for years now. It's a Z U R I, right? Zuri is the brand name. Yeah. But you like that? You like I do. And the new hidden fastener system, and the fascia system, it's it's installing uh, at a much faster rate now. And I'm telling you, uh, my my decks and my decking crews. Are, are really, really, really good at what they do. And the reviews I get from my customers that get decks done by us are, are always very favorable. The one thing that my deck crew, uh, I mean, if there was a downfall, is that, that we have a lot of work to do. We yeah. have a uh, quite the backlog with, with, with decking. And uh, I know probably the first uh, couple, three weeks of next year are, are already already booked. Wow. Just, it is what it is. Now, and, uh, does Zuri have a, a railing system, or do, do you use a different railing system, or can you, with uh, with a Zuri decking? Uh, we always use the metal railing systems okay. or uh, glass railing systems or wire railing We're not really tied into any particular one uh, railing system. We like the maintenance-free ones, but 
for for people, it's such an aesthetic thing, and it's such a we let them, you know, we give them four or five different options and let them them choose it. I thought like my brother's deck. One of the first times we did those those glass slots, little oh, yeah. three inch wide glass things. I'm like, oh, it's, it's going to be terrible. That's going to always get dirty. And I, uh, I and I'm telling you, it doesn't get dirty as nearly as much as I thought it really? would. Really? And boy, does Open, it look awesome. O- opens it's, everything up. Yeah, it? I mean, I I tried everything in my power to talk him out of doing that, and uh, he went with it thankfully because it looks fantastic. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I know that particular deck has gotten us a couple of other decks because people look at it and go, yeah, yeah, I want that. I'm gonna check that out. Mm-hmm. Texter says, why does my steel siding make noise when the sun comes out or it gets cloudy again? Have you ever heard of that issue? Yeah, absolutely. That's a, Steel will do that. It moves. And, and, and if you ever look at how steel siding is nailed, um, there's like an oblong hole that the nail goes through. And I believe the code is written that all the steel or vinyl siding is supposed to be nailed snug, not tight, to allow the panel to move left or right. So when the sun hits it, and it's starting to expand. You could get some some popping. My 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 garage is 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 very loud in in the morning really? sometimes on the one side, but uh, you know it's it's a weirdly built garage too. It's all, some steel panels and old walk-in freezer. Dad built you that tore down that he used those panels to build this this particular garage about I don't know thirty five years ago. So, but it, it it does get does get loud. That's one of the drawbacks on steel. Um, if 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 you have to have a drawback, it, it is. You will hear the popping through it. It's just the way that product is made. It is, but it lasts a long time, though. Lasts a long time, looks awesome. So, uh, you know, it's, there's so many benefits over vinyl for steel that uh, I deal with the popping if, if I had to choose between those two. But a lot of the reasons why people keep choosing LP is, you know, it's such a stable product. You're not going to get that. Now you will have seams. LP meaning? And an LP smart side. Smart side. Yeah, and, uh, but, but so you, you kind of have to weigh the pros and cons of all those products when, when you're making a decision for your house. All right. Tell you what, we need to take a break. We're going to get an update on the on Irma, which I believe is now a Category 4 hurricane. Uh, we'll be bringing you updates all weekend long here on CCO, so stay with us. In the meantime, we have another half hour of the Home Improvement Show to go. If you have a uh, home improvement type of a question, uh, you can call it in or you can text it in, 651-989-9226. Uh, there is a line open if you'd like to fill it, 651 989 9226, or if you prefer, like some folks do, send us a text, 81807, 81807. Right now in the Twin Cities, our temperature reading 58 degrees. And good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show, presented every Saturday by our friends at Lindis Construction. Andy Lindis is in studio today with me. Uh, Answering your question, 651-989-9226. Text number uh, is 81807. And uh, we'll, I wanted to grab a text that another one that that uh, came in. We recently this is about windows now. We uh-huh. recently had new windows installed. We've had quite a few issues. The manufacturer's rep has continued to tell us everything is normal. Just give it a year. We are distraught over what we feel are defective windows. How can we determine the condition of the windows? I know you, you don't have those that kind of issues with with the windows that uh, Linda's puts in, but. No, what do you every, every manufacturer has certain issues, and and we work with them to to work 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 through it. I mean, mistakes are going to happen inevitably, and with with all even the very best products, sometimes they just, they just come wrong. Um, there's a lot of telltale signs. I'd be able to tell more by looking at it. If they'd like to contact me, um, Andy dot Lindis at lindisco dot com is my email. Uh, or you can go on our website and and submit a form through that as well. Um, 
and I will I'll, I'll do my best and 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 to take a look at it and 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 let you know what I thought if I knew which manufacturer it was sure. I might have an in there as well and and get their thoughts there but I've never I don't recall if a manufacturer has ever told a customer of mine why don't you wait a year and see if you like them then I uh, I, I, <laughs> I just need more information there that's true so email. Email andy at lindisco.com or andy.lindis at lindisco.com. Either one will get to me. Very good. Let's go to Dan in Minnetonka who's on the phone. Dan, you're on with Andy. Good morning, fellas, and thank you for my question mm-hmm. and uh, a great show on Saturdays. Thank, thank you. My question is on nailing. Recently I built a new construction garage with Smart Siding, LP, and it was a rigid 8.5 or 8-inch um, textured, pre-primed, and kind of a wafer board back. And we nailed the top 16 on, on centers with galvanized nails. Looks wonderful. Now, I just helped a friend put LP siding on a garage of his up north. Mm-hmm. And it's a redo. They're putting uh, it over the, or, or they tore off the old and they're putting on the new. But this LP was flexible, kind of a masonite, kind of a particle board, real wobbly. And we nailed it on the top, 16 on centers, right on the studs. But should you nail that type? I'm not on from the bottom lap. I no, I don't think so. Um, I've not seen this type of LP, but the stickers and everything on the back said LP products. LP well, that was products. the I know the uh, you know 25 years ago that was like their the stuff that looked like masonite had had a lot of issues. I mean, still to this day, if you you mentioned that. That that product on the uh, west coast, uh, you're going to get kicked out of a house with so many issues with it. But I'm not familiar with that. I've never installed the the lower grade LP or that that type of uh, masonite type product. I've uh, I've removed a lot of masonite in my day and put on other types of siding. But I would have to do some more research there, Dan. Um, but I would I would assume there would be no exposed fasteners. You you wouldn't want that uh, aesthetically or from a, from an air infiltration or water infiltration standpoint. One so. of the local carpenters, uh, the neighbors, said maybe we should be nailing the bottoms because the old stuff that was taken off of the old cabin up north uh, did have bottom nailing on it. And uh, we thought maybe it's just a little bit too loose, a little too flimsy, and it should be. But we did not do any exposed nailing. But I had never seen that LP product as well. It came from a do local you, big box uh, yeah. uh, company, but uh, did not know they made that. Do, do, did, was there an actual name of the product? Let me do some research here, Dan. Um, yes, it came in 16-foot lengths. Mm-hmm. It was your standard widths. Uh, we had about a three-quarter inch overlap, and uh, but it's just a very loosey, you know, flexible particle board. Very loose, pre-primed. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm curious now. I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna take a look into that. So it was like particle board, like oh, it looked like OSB on the back, like a normal LP site, smart side, correct? No, the, the normal uh, LP is more of a wafer, more of a hard press. Yeah, like OSB. Would, yes. Uh, this is more of a, oh, gosh, I mean. Looks like cardboard? Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. You look into it. Mace, yeah. A Masonite product getting installed in, hmm. in this era. I, uh, I'm not familiar. I, uh, I'm, I'm going to take a look at that. Well, Dan, you got uh, Andy thinking, so <laughs> thanks, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, ha- we'll have him do some homework and uh, find out more about it. Thanks, thanks for the tip. Uh, Carol is calling from Wyndham with a question. Good morning, Carol. Good morning. Can you explain a rolled shingle recommended by an insurance company, good or bad, or why? Recommended by an insurance company. Rolled. Is it a very 
like a, not a very steep roof, like a very low slope roof? Well, what, where is this going? Bit, not, it would be on a home. Well, man, I'd stay away from rolled shingles. I just, it's, it's okay. like, it's the lower end of, of everything. Aesthetically, they're, they're not okay. great. You can put them on and be waterproof, but um, if, uh, if you have another choice, I would, I would look at a different choice or talk to a contractor. Have you talked with a contractor yet? Well, it's a contractor to doing it, but the insurance company recommended this. Is it a cheaper product or? Yeah, it's 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 usually it's it's definitely cheaper than a normal shingle. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck. Could that be the reason why the insurance company is recommending? You know, three times this week, three times this week, we had second adjusters out to look at houses. All three times, the adjuster said this is very obvious hail damage. All three times, the adjuster before them said there's no way this is hail damage. So it's, uh, it's I, I can't, I don't know, there's no hard, fast rules for this. Um, I mean, there is, but you're dealing with people, and you're dealing with different policies, and you're dealing with um, guys that are burnt out, and they've been working seven days a week for two months, and... They're from out of town, and, and it, it, it's a, it's a, it's. I don't know why the insurance company would have recommended. Maybe there is a reason behind doing this. Okay. Maybe maybe know. it's a very low slope. If it's under a three twelve, you know, th- there could be some reasons behind it. But I I don't know without taking a look at it. And and like I said, I'm not surprised with anything I hear from insurance company. Having said that, like I told you before, this has been my experience, best experience I've ever had with adjusters during a storm. It's been a very easy. To work with them now, we've had our issues over over time with getting some return phone calls from people. But it is what it is. It's just a storm, and I'm telling you, Denny, uh, you go into any Home Depot or Menards or Lowe's or any of the building supply places mm-hmm. like an Allied or an Aero Building Center, United Roofing, um, everybody is, is it's frazzled. I mean, there's a, there's just I mean some of these places you go into like the the tool department. It's a ghost town and. And they're having issues, too. Like, uh, I was in the Ace Hardware up, uh, I don't know, it was in Coon Rapids or Blaine a couple of weeks ago, one of those two. And I, I always love Ace Hardware stores. It's just, it's, it's my kind of place. Yeah. And uh, they had all the tools completely cabled off. And uh, if you wanted to go into the tool department, you had to have an employee come with you. I mean, they're in the epicenter of where the, the storm hit. Sure. I mean, the hail came through right right there. And, and they're, they're, having, they're having issues with people walking off with tools. I know... So there's a uh, there's a lot of uh, frustrating things that are happening in in uh, in my end of the world and and people are getting a little fed up and uh, I've had these conversation with my guys and uh, we we've we've we're we're slowing down. Um, it's just not worth it to be seven days a week, ninety hours a week. Good things can't come out of it. That's and, uh, true. We're just uh, I told all of my guys I go from now on we're we're we. We we uh, we played the song "Love the One You're With." So whatever customer you're on, <laughs> that's the only one that matters. Forget the ten thousand other ones that are coming at us. We just we'll work through this one, and then we'll one work our way into the next one, one step at a time. And I've tried to have this conversation with these suppliers and stuff too. It's everybody's frazzled, and they're uh, they're at wit's end. But uh, it's uh, the season is coming to an end, and this is what always happens during these storms. Wasn't unexpected by any means. Well, I tell you, in light of what's happening with Hurricane Irma, let's. Uh, I want to talk to Joanne in Forest Lake, and then when we after we come back from the break, you told me something interesting about about the state of Florida. Yeah, Can we do that when we come yeah. back. All right. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. 58 is our Twin City temperature reading. Danny with Andy here on our home improvement show. Real estate guys will show up next hour. 
Uh, Andy, uh, I want, let's pick up on jo- Joanne's call. Then I want to talk about uh, the state of Florida, uh, which you told me about earlier. It surprised me. Uh, let's see. Joanne is calling from Forest Lake. Thanks, Joanne. What's your question? Uh, oh. Popcorn ceilings. Uh-huh. The best way to remove them? Like, can you just lately spray them with water and then trowel it? Or what's the best way to, to do it? Yeah, you can you can spray it down with water. And make sure it gets pretty damp, actually. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And and then you know, I think the best way is if you're to get poly, and then you put poly over the entire floor, and then take that blue tape and put it up onto your your your, your base mold. So all of the dust goes in there, and you put it all on the floor. And at the end, you just roll up the poly and throw throw really everything away. Messy. Not my favorite job. I always said if I have to remove a popcorn ceiling myself again, I'm going to. There's a tool on the internet. If you're to Google power tool for removing popcorn ceiling, this thing had a vacuum in it. It was dustless, and it, and it just went, and it, and it did an awesome, awesome job, at least according to the video. Yeah. I, enough where I want to try it. I'm sure it won't be quite as nice as what the video says, and I'm sure it'll, it'll probably fail, and I'll end up spraying it with water and scraping it. <laughs> yeah. But it was something, if if I were doing it, I would I would want to try it. Yeah. I, I You know what I try? I saw that video, or at least mm-hmm. one like it. Yeah. So I, I, I duct taped a broad knife. To my shop vac hose, yeah, and I tried that. It didn't work. <laughs> okay, so I went back what Innovative. you said, yeah. and I did the whole spray thing and get it really wet, like especially if it's been painted. Yeah, you know, if it was just newly not newly done, but just sprayed up there yep. with a. With a, a it's tent. never been painted. It'll be easier. A lot easier, but yeah, that's that's what I did too. Just what you recommended. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it again, but uh, Joanne, it is a labor of love. And more than likely, you're going to have some touch-up and sanding that yep. has to happen to the ceiling. Yeah, afterwards. you may have to do something with the sheetrock. Yeah, a lot of times I've figured out that that just putting up a wood ceiling is an, an easier project. Covers a multitude. <laughs> it yeah. covers a lot of things. Tell me what you told me earlier about uh, we're talking about the storm damage and the, and the, the pending damage that's going to happen in Florida. Yeah, well, and, and I got to be careful. I don't have to be careful um, at all. <laughs> the I like Florida for a couple of reasons. The, the the laws and the regulations and the codes are very, very stringent there. More than they here? More than here. And mm-hmm. getting in there to do business as a storm chaser is probably one of the more difficult states to do that because mm-hmm. they've been through all of this before. They've had the shoddy work before. And I, and I, know, I know the state of Minnesota... Um, is is contemplating some things on code changing and and and, and what they're doing and I and I hope they do. I've I've never been one where I thought the government needed to regulate everything and you know just just I've never had good luck with 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 that. But I do think that our codes need to be stronger. Um, our building codes need to be stronger. Our roofing codes need to be stronger. How we deal with a, a lot of things. I think there's it, it can be more stringent to make it harder for. For, for bad contractors to do work in this state. I, uh, I get phone calls every week, every week, without a doubt. Uh, people wanted me to look at work that other contractors did. I even had another contractor come in and wanted me to go to his job that he had a crew do that it went bad. Um, and, and, and when he said our, our backlog, yeah, we have no problem going to look at your bad siding job in April. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that conversation didn't last long. But I know the codes there. When you talk to a roofer in Florida, a lot of guys' first initial reaction is, God, I never, never want to be a roofer in Florida um, because it, you, know, you darn near need to be a lawyer mm. and uh, to figure out some of these things. But it, uh, the good guys that are there do very well, and the people that work for them also do very well. You know, it is a, it's, a, it's a career, and I, I think too much up here, the home improvement industry is more of a job than a career. 
Um, I know I have a lot of guys that have been with me 15, 20, 25 years, and, and, and that's career-type stuff, but we, we do different things to, to take care of our people. Not that we're immune from turnover, but we have a lot of guys that have worked for us long. When you talk to the good guys in Florida, that, that story seems to ring true and true more. Now, I know there's things that I do on a roof that the manufacturer um, recommends. They don't require it, but they recommend, and I wish the whole state required it. Some of the things that you do with ice and water shield on, on, on any of the plumbing stacks or on the hips or in the valley areas, things uh, up the rake. I don't know if you saw that that video I did on Facebook. This, Oh, yes, we're going through the going, going through, through the, the, the OSB. Now, the roof was nine years old or, or something like that, and uh, it was a very easy thing. That cost me about $125 extra on materials to do what we did on that job with the ice and water shield. But I'm looking down the line at, at 50 years. We're putting on a roof that is supposed to last for 50 years. So we, we take a lot of, uh, uh, of steps. I'm thankful that, that I'm not servicing all of the work my, that my father did 30, 35 years ago. I'm, I'm just not. It's, it's, it's holding up. It's, it's, it's doing well. And, and, and it's our job to make that happen. So we take a lot of extra steps. But it also means that our jobs are going to take longer. Our jobs might be a little bit more expensive, but when you think of a 5, 10, even a 15% price difference to get some of the extra things that we're doing on a roof compared to most everybody else, it it, it seems to be a, a very easy decision to, to spend that extra money, especially when you're talking about something like, like your roof. So I know there's a, there's, there's a lot of really good policies in place for storms. Um, when they happen in a place like Florida, because they, they've they've been through this, and the good contractors there will ramp up and and figure some stuff out. What what's happening here in our state right now is uh, it's uh, it's 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 not catastrophic, but it's scary. Hmm. It's uh, the work that's getting completed right now is uh, is goofy. And, and hats off to the, to the the inspectors out there. They are failing jobs, and and rightfully so. The manufacturers both. Uh, the major, the major four or five shingle manufacturers right now, all of them are going from job to job to job looking at bad installs. I mean, that's a part of their daily, daily thing. And and I'm thankful that, that I have a partner like GAF that keeps me in the loop of everything that they're seeing out there, other guys that, 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 that are doing bad things, non-master elites, of course. And so, you know, all these manufacturers have upper echelon installers for their product. If I was getting something done in my house, a particular product, I would want one of the upper echelon installers for that particular product, somebody that has backing by that sure. manufacturer. I was at a house yesterday. We have our friends and family jobs that we do. Our, our, our sales manager, Rick, my cousin, uh, he had storm damage on his house. And we're, 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 uh, we have a, a shingle called the Woodland Shingle by GAF. It's a, it's, it's a shingle that we only do probably 10 to 15 jobs of during the year. So getting crews how to install the shingle and, and, and do pattern it right and make sure that you install it properly sometimes can be a difficult thing. So on Friends and Families, Russ, we, we do what we call a training day. And yesterday I had JAF, uh, two guys from JAF that are, are, I can't say enough about these two guys. They, they help me so much and it's such a good partnership. But they, they show up on a Friday and and work through my crew, um, and uh, it's it's a bilingual training on how to do everything, and 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 God bless that 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 crew because they want to learn as they know it increases their value. They asked for to have a training day to 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 get this. I mean that that that's, that tells me there's a guy that Absolutely. wants to get better, and he knows his limitations too. So they they have this training day and to figure out some things. Uh, it, it's a good thing, and we do this probably 
once or twice a month with, with, with crews, either at my house or somebody that we know very, very well, so we can and make sure and take our time, because this job is probably going to take two days longer now than it normally would have, because it, it really does hold it out. And I shot a TV show there yesterday, so that always slows, ah. slows things up. You know, we, we did that at your house, so this, uh, this crew has been very, very patient with us, for sure. But uh, it's going to turn out awesome. If you haven't seen what the woodland shingle looks like, on, on, on low slope roofs especially, but this, this roof is, is, is going to look awesome. It's a little bit wider of a shingle, but you can Google it. And, and But this is the cool part about, about GF. 98% of the roofing going on here in the metro area is your normal, ordinary timberline or what other guys call architectural shingle yes. or, you know, and, and, and those are great shingles. And, and, and that, that is going to be about 60, I think last I checked, 68% of the roofing that we do, 70% of the roofing that we do is going to be that shingle. That's what most people choose. But we always show people the other ones because those are, those are the ones that get us referrals. I'm telling you, people see some of these neat shingles going up, the Grand Canyon, the Glenwood, the Woodland, the American Harvest, uh, even some of the Armor Shield ones. When people see that we're, we're, you know, the, the, all the packaging says Armor Shield, people start to ask questions. What's well, Armor Shield? I, well, I want Armor Shield roof. You know, <laughs> it just sounds cool. It's a, it's a class four shingle that's going to get you a discount on your insurance. So it's, it is a really cool, no kidding. cool shingle, and, and a lot of people are using it. All right, we've got, oh boy, we've got about a minute, a little over a minute uh, to go. Do you have uh, a text, another text you want to feel there? Uh, well, two real quick. Uh, ice and water shield, do we install it underneath the standing seam roof? Absolutely. Um, it should, all the underlayments should be done about the same. There's some things you got to do with the nailing. You can't use, I wouldn't use cap nails with a metal roof because it can show through the metal roofing. And lost cedar siding during a storm, how do we make sure it blends with the old? Refinish the entire wall. Okay. That's, that's uh, what you're going to have to do. Otherwise, it's going to stand out. And I know what you're going to say here, a text, uh, another text, and then we're pr- completely out of time. Uh, recommendation for stripping stain off a deck? Well, we always have talked about yeah, you know, uh, the big it, box stores. Big you can, box stores. You, the, can a, 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 you can get a stripper. You get a stripper. I used the Barra one, uh, B-E-H-R, that, that worked really well for me, and then use a brightener conditioner, let it all dry out, and then then, it, then attack the stain. If you have to do some light sanding on some rough wood, yeah. do that then, and then and, uh, you should be good to go. Might take a couple of applications, too. So very well could. The, the whole thing. All right. Uh, looking at two windows that Lindis uh, offers, uh, to the, the, give us a quick thing because i talked about them earlier this morning we've got about 15 seconds you can season still get guard the, yeah you can still get the labor discount on season guard windows and leaf guard gutters if you act no i know i said it was through the fair but uh, we're extending it uh-huh. for a little bit longer here so i know a lot of the people that signed up at the fair have already gotten their estimates or signed up for them now is the time to get them all right andy see you next week see you next week